Welcome back to Bridie University. I'm Ebony. And I'm Zoe. And welcome to episode five. Five. Exciting, exciting. Yeah. It's crazy that we've been doing this for now over a month. Over a month, yes. I would like to say like we're in it, and but no, it still feels new. No, so. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Still trying to figure out how to be a podcaster. Literally. How to do everything. Trying out some new stuff today, so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully we won't have any of those funky audio issues that have been happening. I know our uh, just podcast listeners, not the YouTube ones, were probably cringing last week and we do apologize but we have no idea what is going on with these mics so yeah but fingers crossed it'll be smooth sailing from here definitely yeah well do you want to tell them what we have going on today yeah so today we're going to be talking about new trick new tiktok and instagram (laughs) today we're going to be talking about tiktok and instagram trends i tried to put all three of those words together um, that we've found and collected over time. So we're just going to go through them all and share them with you. Some are funny, some are trendy. They're just fun. So it should mm-hmm. be a fun episode. All right. Which one do you want to show first? Um, so I think I mentioned last episode that I found um, a bride and a groom getting married like 400 feet in the air. Oh, the one that was hiking? Yeah, so they, like, hiked and then got to a certain point and stopped and got married. Oh. So I'm going to show. I feel like I see that a lot, but... Oh, my gosh. They're, like, really in the air. For those of us who are just listening on audio, it's, like, a big net in the middle of, like, a canyon that they're standing that on. they're standing on. That's, it looks like a, a giant spider web. It does. I would not be no. able to do that but it's gorgeous it's very gorgeous i'd be scared that my heel would accidentally go in do one of the something holes. like they're professional slackliners slack so oh so they're used to it they're definitely not scared but yeah. oh my gosh what a way to tie the knot it says you think yeah so yeah oh my gosh what i was talking about last week so now that you all can see pretty crazy stuff yeah and if you guys want to see what we're looking at Pop over to our YouTube. Um, for those who listen on Monday when it comes out, the YouTube video will be out tomorrow. Yeah. So you can see all what we're talking about then. Um, but if you also just want to listen to what we're talking about, that's fine too. For sure. All right. What's your next one? All right. My next one is, I'm pretty sure that this wasn't accidental. I think she was trashing her dress. So have you ever heard of that trend where like after brides are done with the day the reception and everything they trash the dress so depending on the venue like I know people who get married on the beach at the end of the night they kind of go on the beach and like just let their wedding dress get ruined by whatever so this particular video they got married like on a ranch or on a farm or somewhere like rural but this is what they decided to do so the groom is lifting up the bride and he trips (laughs) And dumps her into and a dumps big puddle her into of mud. The mud. But I don't think it was accidental. Like I think they just did it for the shots, like to be accident. But oh my gosh, I'm pretty she's sure covered in mud. Yeah. You know, I get this trend in a way, but also like if that dress is anywhere over like a thousand dollars, I don't think I could do it. I don't personally. I don't think I can do it. I rather hang my dressed in the closet for years and never get any use out of it than to yeah. like trash it but that's me i mean I've, I've heard some pretty interesting stories and i'm like okay i get it 
I like the ones of like the brides who like go into the ocean and yeah. get their dress wet like that. Like yeah, that's, that's cute. cute. But to dump it in mud, mud and like roll around in mud, I don't think I could do it. No. Nope. No, not for me. What's next? All right. Then I, this was so cute to me. Um, these two little girls are flower girls, mm-hmm. and their little bouquet is edible. So they're like just they're able to eat it yeah like a little candy flowers instead of actual flowers i think that's pretty cute oh my gosh they would be so sugared up by the end of that night oh they're gonna be ready to dance at the reception yeah they're gonna kill it they're gonna steal the dance floor i'm gonna steal that bouquet from them (laughs) be like hey give me a little piece okay i think this is like for those who are listening it looks like it could be like marshmallow or like water taffy like it almost looks like cotton candy too like something like that yeah but they're really they're loving it they're enjoying it yeah so that's that and then oh we have a ski wedding so literally their wedding party oh my gosh (laughs) the wedding party and like everyone that's involved in the wedding they literally are like skiing down that's so cool the photos look really Mm -hmm. good i thought that was cool i love when like bride and grooms who are like really sporty and clean like an aspect of their like the ones who were you know professional slackliners they go out into the middle of a a canyon and these guys like skiing so i think that's super cute i think that's cool and then this is a new trend that i'm starting to see so the officiant gives the guests five minutes only for the whole ceremony to take pictures so it's called an unplugged wedding But it gets pretty, like, interesting because everyone's, like, trying to hurry up and, like, look over here. Like, let me get this angle. And it, like, becomes, like, a fun little, like, five minutes of chaos before things actually start. So that's a new trend. But I feel like at that point, then it's defeating the whole point of an unplugged wedding. Yeah. Because it's not really unplugged because you're giving, like, that's what a photographer is for, to take pictures at the wedding. Not for everybody else. You can take pictures of everybody once the wedding is over. I think for, like, my friends, like, we would have so much fun. Like, it would become a thing. Like, I see how, like, the bridesmaids are, like, running over with the bride and, like, posing. And, like, it's pretty fun. I, I, but I still would ask them not to post until, you know. Yeah. So, it's, like, unplug-ish kind of, but it's cute. It's cute. So those are mine. Okay, I'm gonna pull up mine. Gotta hop into my phone first. And comment below on our YouTube video and let us know, like, did you have a favorite trend? Would you do any of those trends? If you got married, did you wish you did any of those? Did you do any trends at your wedding? There's so many things that you can comment below. So definitely join in the conversation. For sure. All right. A lot of mine, I feel like, that I send you are like informational. So yeah. I'm like, oh, that's that's what that's about. But I found this lady on TikTok and she was talking about which parts of the wedding each side pays for mm. traditionally. And I always like never thought about that because I feel like like everybody just says, oh, the you know father of the bride pays for a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff. But I don't think that that's necessarily completely how it is. fair or yeah. how it is like it's a it's two people getting married i think both sides contribute um so this lady kind of breaks down what each side pays for so i'll do this one ah. 
You're engaged. Now, who pays for what? Did you know that over 6 million couples in the United States will get engaged on Valentine's Day? So if you are one of those lucky guys or girls, I have some information that will be helpful. After all, you're new at this. Now, traditionally, the bride's family typically pay for the venue, the food for the reception, the florals for the ceremony site, and the florals for the reception, transportation if needed for the wedding party or the guest, photographer, the videographer, the wedding cake, lodging for the officiant, and lodging for the bridesmaids if needed. The groom's family typically pay for the rehearsal dinner, the alcohol for the reception, the officiant, the bride's bouquet, the boutonnieres for the men, corsages for moms and grandmoms, and the reception music. Now, none of this is set in stone. The key is good communication. If you know someone who recently got engaged, share this with them and check with me tomorrow. I've got more good information. Anyways. Did she come up with that herself? No, but I don't think so. But oh. that seems like a lot. That's a lot for the bride, right? The bride's family, yeah. yeah. Because I know in theory everyone's like, oh, well, it doesn't seem, you know, food and whatever. But, like, something that I don't think a lot of people realize is expensive or how expensive it's going to be is the flowers. I was just going to say that. The flowers are so expensive. They're so expensive. And I did a little bit of research a while back because I was um, writing some blogs about weddings. And they say to put aside, like, 10% of your budget for florals alone. I think sometimes more, depending on how, like much you want your florals to be in there yeah. but you got to do the boutonnieres you got to do the bouquets flowers for the tables and just the event in general so that's like quite a lot of flowers yeah. and if there's specific ones that you're looking for and they're not in season that's gonna be hard yeah it's gonna be just more expensive i'm sure it can be done but anything Especially that's out of season needed like i know like centerpieces and sometimes mm -hmm. people have a couple on the table or depending like a head table with yep. different like it can get expensive and then like the decoration like if you're doing like arch if you're doing like yeah i feel like there's also like designer florists now who are like it's like a big instagram thing where like those big cascading bouquets and they have like crystals and all these other things in yeah. them and it's not just a bouquet of you holding flowers anymore it's like a whole garden in your hands basically like a whole party <laughs> a floral party yes. yeah so yeah. I think that that's a interesting way to like break it down into who does what. So it seems like the bride's family does a lot of the actual wedding and the groom's family does a lot of the reception yeah. and stuff for the groom. I mean, I get it, but also like it's a lot. it is a, a lot to ask for. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times now, like the couples are just paying for a lot of the things like mm -hmm. so like there's no right or wrong let's go to this one. Oh my gosh this girl didn't end up liking her wedding dress and decided to get like a whole new one like the week before her wedding it's really interesting to watch so if you're you know an audio listener come over to our youtube and just watch this whole breakdown because i don't know how she did this because we'll have brides in here with like six weeks to their wedding and it seems like we're not gonna have time for anything and she did it like so fast but anyways here 
her name is well, the Andrea. true story of how we made my wedding dress 14 days before my wedding and what you're looking at is not it that's the one that didn't fit me that i ordered six months in advance so i drove myself to new york and i went to fabric row and i was like i'm gonna pick out fabric and we're gonna make a dress but if you're getting married you know stress is high and i think it just had a fever because this was you not a good idea but here we are we are picking out illusion i was making sure it matched my skin tone because that is important and then my journey continued to about seven fabric shops i had a vision i wanted a long sleeve dress with an open back illusion so i'd grab these extremely heavy rolls of fabric Speaking and just try them on difficult. back in philly <laughs> my entire wedding dress in this bag and i'm walking into my seamstresses this is her first reaction of the fabric do you like it? I do. Okay, good. But it, but it was the scariest thing she could have told me, but she's like, you need to cut out all this applique before I sew it on. I ran yeah, home, I made it on her and her mom brought these crazy fabric shears. He had 17 yards of fabric. And mom, my mother-in-law, we spent 22 yeah. hours cutting out this applique. Okay, so here's my wedding dress. Yes, I was terrified, but my seamstress is a goddess. We took it down to the wire. This is 11 o'clock the night before my wedding, and she's still going. We're putting a little flower here, a little flower there. And I must have tried this thing on 15 times, and let me tell you, get a wedding dress of any sort on and off it's just not easy but it was coming such a long way I developed this crazy rash on my neck so we stuck tape double-sided tape to try to keep so it whatever crazy. this is the probably 15th time that day that i had taken it on and off it was the last time before i got married because here's the final result and it turned out amazing and i have a crazy story i wouldn't trade it if this happened to you would you make your dress or would you go try to find it one just on the amazes back? me know. how drastically different this dress is from the, from the dress she ordered yeah i'm like so for those who are just listening, the original dress she ordered was a strapless, clean, no detail dress. And she claimed, you know, it didn't fit her from when she originally ordered it. So instead of trying to make that one fit her, which you could do, um, she decided to make a whole new dress. And it's completely different. It's no longer strapless. It's long sleeve. It's no longer you know, straight all the way down. It has a huge slit up the leg it's and it's completely, completely covered in floral 3D, like. And this also proves our point to episode two, I want to say. Someone will come in with a picture of that dress. Yes. And be like, I want this? this dress right here. And it was custom. Like it was a custom made dress to her body. They literally did it piece by piece. So keep that in mind. When you're looking on Instagram and TikTok and finding these extravagant dresses, uh, nine times out of ten, it might be custom made. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, I, I'd i like to discuss this with you because I think it will be really interesting to talk about. Um, and I'd like to know what our listeners think as well. If you had, what would she say, a week, a few days before your wedding and your dress comes in and it doesn't fit. First of all, why is your dress coming in a week before your wedding? Literally, and, like, <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah, I I, I'd I can, like, like a full Zoom like, call her, like, yeah, Zoom chat her. We need a story time from this girl because I need more. I, I want to know this thought process. But what what would be your game plan? So let's say you get your dress in and it's a size too small. Where do you go from there? What are you doing? And how do you get to custom? Now that this dress doesn't fit, I'm gonna just customize. Yeah. This dress, like, I need to know her thought process on that. Yeah. What's your thought process? What would you do? Ooh, for me, I would probably go to, like, my local bridal shop. Hopefully, if they have samples or something like that, that's where I would go. My first stop. I think while I'm doing that, I would go online and probably pick, like, three to four dresses that I like. 
try to like get them overnighted. I would do all the options. Yeah. Like that would be me. Like ordering some, going to visit some stores, probably buying one from one. <laughs> like yeah. I would probably end up with way more than I needed, but that's just me. Um, but custom, that would drive me crazy. Like how she was saying the night before her wedding at eleven o'clock, they were still piecing the dress together. I would be crying. Like Yeah, no. I would be in tears. I could I wouldn't be able to do it. I would be like, just sew the dress on to me. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'll be here. Yep, I'm just going to sleep, like, on the wall. I think for me, personally, if, let's say I get a dress and it's a size too small, like, it won't zip her up in the back, why wouldn't your first thought be to put, like, a corset in the back? Alter it, yeah. Why, like, you picked out that dress, don't you still love it? Why aren't you trying to fight to make that dress work while you're trying to go make a whole other dress in a completely opposite direction of what you were originally going for? Which... That tells me she didn't love that. Like, I wonder why she picked that dress. But I'm also thinking maybe her plan all along was to customize the dress. And that was just like the bare bones Mm. dress, the strapless one. But even still, why not still make that outline work like that? And then just put the flower appliques like... Over it. Yeah. I don't know. I just have so many questions. So many questions for her. And if you guys have opinions, would you do something (laughs) like this? Would you just be like... Uh, screw it, you know, I'm going to go make a dress. Like, I feel like as a bride, wouldn't that stress you out way more than trying to research or bring the dress to your seamstress to have her just fix the original one or add on to it? I was just thinking that I'm like, the brides that I work with, they would lose it. Like, I'm just like, I don't see how her knowing that her wedding was that morning, she's like giggling and laughing, like, oh, we're getting it done. I'm like... Wow, kudos to her. Yeah. She's so calm. Like I would be crying. <laughs> I would be stressed. I mean, she sounded stressed, but, like, also, why put yourself in that position that. in yeah. the first place? I feel like she knew that they were going to get it done, so... It's one of those things, like, and that's this is TikTok or Instagram, so it's like, how believable. Like, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Like, is it just for clickbait, or is it, like, a real actual thing? Because... Yeah. Who in their right, like, really? No. You're that calm. It's funny. Really? Is it funny? I don't think it's funny. It's not funny. You know what? This is the thing about, like, TikTok trends and how the internet works now. I feel like there is so much praise for those who put themselves in stressful mm-hmm. and, like, upsetting positions. Just like for it to end up good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, I've seen those TikToks of kids who are, like, you know, writing their final paper for their master's degree like 20 hours before and they'll like vlog while they're doing it and people are like oh my god you got this you got this I'm like don't encourage them because <laughs> someone's gonna try to do that and fail yeah <laughs> like, hard like like don't encourage these things if it works for you or like put a disclaimer like this works for me I actually do this um I procrastinate like like say something like that but don't lead people to fail yeah, like, no. That's not cool. No, because there is going to be a bride that comes in here someday who tries on her dress and maybe she doesn't love it as much anymore and she's like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just go get a custom yeah. one made." Like I saw on TikTok, like this girl did it in 22 hours. I can do it. Yeah. No. Nope. Not a thing. Not going to work. All right. <laughs> Enough on that. No, because now I'm just like about <laughs> to say we like pick that one apart we like dissected him i know we talked about this trend before her um when we were originally talking about this episode 
we talked about brides who go through significant changes between the wedding ceremony and the wedding reception. Um, some people change dresses, which I think is more common. Um, we've had brides in the past who, like, you know, will buy, like, a big poofy ball gown, but obviously you don't want to dance the night away in that, so they'll change into, a, you know, Mermaid. a more fitted dress or sheath, you know, no train, anything like that. That happens. But what's been happening lately, I've at least seen three or four videos of it, so I don't know who the original person who inspired this was, is getting a drastic haircut between the ceremony and the reception. Like drastic. Like going from long, like... 30 inches. Yeah, 30 inch hair to a bob. A bob. 8 to 10 inches. Yeah. So I'm going to pull up this reel. Um... And we'll watch it. So the bride wanted not only an outfit change. Oh gosh. She's like getting so much cut off. But a haircut. You know what bothers me about this? What? Imagine the hair. You know when after uh, you get a haircut, yeah. all that like the oof. <laughs> that's like I get itchy just watching it. I'm like, oh all that hair was probably and a little outfit. But. Yeah. Also, I'm thinking about the time between the ceremony and the reception. How good is that haircut? Th- that's what I'm saying. Like, sh- sh- put your hair in a ponytail. And, like, cut yeah. a ponytail. There you go. DIY haircut. Like. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on who you have and if it's just a cut. I'm sure it's faster. But usually to get a good haircut, your, your hair, hair needs hair to be wet. wet. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, but doesn't your hair need to be wet? We have so many questions for these trends. Yeah. As you can, like, tell. We're very skeptical people. <laughs> we need more details. We're not sold. Okay. Here's... Uh, this one isn't a TikTok. It's an article. Um, so, a lot of brides and couples lately have been trying to do these, like, crazy budget weddings. Mm. Where it's like, I got married for under this amount of money or whatever. Um, and I get it. You know, you don't want to spend a lot of money. Some people do it really well. And some people... You can tell. Some people yeah. you can tell that it, it was, you know, very budget friendly um, is the nice word to say it. But so this article's from BuzzFeed and it said this couple's $500 wedding is going viral and it's inspiring others who don't want to go into debt over their nuptials. So let's read the article. Um, Kiara and Joel, a newlywed couple who have recently lured quite a few unsolicited opinions after sharing how they pulled off a $500 wedding. It all started when 1.3 million people watched a now viral video of Kiara trying on wedding dresses before she ultimately landed on a $47 gown. Now the 28-year-old is sharing the ins and outs of her two-month wedding planning process in a series of TikToks that are raking in hundreds of thousands of views. She probably made more money than she spent on her wedding and TikToks That's like, true. about her wedding. Yeah. Which is pretty cool because... If you're getting all those viewers, you're getting paid, so... That's Seems like nice. the most expensive thing was the fiancé suit, which was $100. Does it say where she got her dress? I think when I originally saw this article, it was from, like, one of those fast fashion websites. Oh, okay. Makes so, sense. Um, but, I mean, that's... You know, kudos to her for figuring it out and getting it under $500. Um, but... At some point too, I wonder what is the quality. I was just gonna say of everything. Quality. 
But, I mean, some people don't put all those expectations on their wedding either, to each their own. Yeah, they're just like, whatever, it's more about the love and Mm -hmm. the people there, which is true. Like, that's cool. I guess it just depends on, like, what matters to you, right? Like, I think that people focus on quality because they want to look back at these pictures. And I think quality shows in that, too. Like, the way it just looks overall, the overall aesthetic, the overall look. So, I get both ends of it. For me personally, I think budget is very important, but I think people need to be realistic with their budget. I feel like this bride understood what she was getting for the Mm. money that she paid. I feel like what we don't get a lot with brides is that they have this budget, but they really are not doing research as to how much everything is actually going to cost. They just hope that everyone's going to come down to their price range. That's very true. Um... I think a lot of times we get people who are looking at older articles and, you know, trying to do their research on something that's based five years ago. Five years ago, you probably could get, you know, a better priced wedding dress for, you know, and have it be high quality. But now, after the pandemic, after everything's happened, prices are changing. You're not going to go out and find a totally glitzed out dress for $600. It's just not possible. So you have to set your expectations. If you're someone who wants a simple dress, $600 might be doable if you find the right place. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who wants a ball gown with beading and sparkles and all of these things, very unlikely that $600 to $700 is going to be anywhere near that. You're probably looking double that cost. Because like material and supplies are going up as... too like you know so it's not the same and also too I think a lot of times we'll hear like oh my best friend got married three years ago or my aunt got married three years ago or my mom and it's like three years ago doesn't sound like a long time ago but because of everything that you just stated things are a little different so prices have went up we see it every day and we try to like we said on one episode we try to work with brides as much as possible but it's like we also have to like stay in a certain margin and be realistic too so we can't change too much so that's a great point too i think a lot of people are just hoping to find deals i feel like a lot of us are very deal conscious now and every time i have an appointment now i feel like i hear the you know even if it is in their budget they're asking you know like can it go for any less which like we can work something out if it really you know if you really need us to, but don't set your budget to be a certain price if you don't actually want to mm-hmm. pay, pay that, that price. price. And I feel like that's something we get a lot too, where someone comes in and they're like, oh, my budget's 2000 but I really don't want to buy anything over 1500 I feel like you have to be really transparent and honest with yourself as well as your stylist. Like, if you are coming and saying you your, bud- your budget's 2000 but you don't want to spend over a certain amount of point, then that amount you don't want to spend over is your actual budget. Literally, yeah. Um, if you don't want to pay all the extra stuff, you don't have to. But then don't say that you are because if we pull out an option that is around the budget that you give us, but you don't really want to spend that much, that's not helpful to either of us. Yeah. And just keep in mind to accessories, you know, budget that as well because... If you're coming in and you're going to try on veils with the dress, too, you might want to budget in a certain amount for that. Hair pieces, jewelry, you know, like try to have an overall budget just so we can know what to offer you in that moment. Because we don't want to pull a veil that doesn't fit in your budget and now it goes with your dress and it looks perfect. 
but that wasn't really what you intended. So I think like, we're not going to judge you. Like whatever price you give us, we can either make it work or it's just not like there's only two options. Either yeah. we can do it or we can't. Um, so it's better to just be upfront and honest so we can pull out our resources and we can do whatever we need to do to make sure that we find you that dress. So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm out of TikToks. I'm Are there any other trends that you... I don't have any videos to show, but are there any other trends that you've been seeing lately? I have one in mind, but if you have any, I'll let you think about it. I'm trying to think. Not that I've seen. Um, I think, no. personally, just people making videos about their weddings in general mm. um, is huge. I think if you are someone who's trying to be on social media, get every photo, every video from your wedding, collect them all and find trends that it works with. Yeah. I've seen, um, it's not really a huge trend, but I've seen it pop up a few times on my um, TikTok page is brides will go over the people that were in their wedding party and if they're still friends with them it's like really messy <laughs> like some of those things like it'll be like the whole um bridesmaids and the bride will be like yep we're still closer no she stopped talking to me immediately after the <laughs> wedding and i'm like oh my god that's really funny that's my kind no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of content <laughs> No, but it's like Funny. crazy, and then people be like, oh, "Do the groom side, do the groom side." And it's like, "Oh my god, what about the family?" Yeah, <laughs> who do you talk to in your family? Like, that's really funny, though. I mean, I mean, if you're someone that loves to, you know, spill the tea and yeah. be petty, go ahead. Tea, spill it. Spill like. it. But that I saw that, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to know more." Like, know. What then it keeps you like interested. Like, yeah. oh, I need story time. Yeah. So, as long as you're still into the groom, I think that's That's all we care about. <laughs> Literally, that's all we care about. But, um, yeah, I've seen that, too. Like, people, like, really recording their whole process from, like, engagement to, like... I think that's cool because you let people inside who, mm -hmm. like... Kind of what we were saying, how you don't want to bring everyone to these appointments. But it kind of makes everyone feel like they're part of the process, even if they're not with you at alterations or at those different. So keep that in mind, too, because yeah. that's a way to keep everyone included. I think, too, as long as the bridal store is OK with it, which they probably should be if they're also on social media. I know for our store, we love it when brides like record and, yeah. you know, show how happy they were during the process or send us pictures of them picking up their dress or like today I was going through and asking brides like please send us photos we'd love to put them up in our store like yeah. you know I think we as the store and also like you know as employees really love to see the happiness that the brides experience so definitely ask permission from your bridal stores if you can record during the appointments because some businesses are different there are different rules yeah. and laws in each state so Definitely be like, is it okay if I record some little things while I'm here? And if they say yes, then go ahead. But if they say no, try to be respectful of that and don't overstep. Yeah. But for the most part, I think a lot of stores are going to be okay with you recording because it's free publicity. Yeah. I will say, though, as a stylist, I love the pictures and the videos and different things. But I remember once one of my brides said yes, and they posted a picture of me on Instagram and was like thank you so much for the stylist but like the 
in the worst like angle. Like I was literally bent over fixing the train of her dress and they took a picture of that and I'm like, uh. so just be careful. Like if you are taking pictures and you are gonna record someone, like be like respectful, I guess, of like what you're using and like yeah. the angles. Like if you wouldn't want to see yourself in that angle, maybe not post someone else. Yeah, or just ask, like, just ask. permission. <laughs> I will pose for a picture. Just let me know that yeah. you're taking the picture. Yeah, because I've had, I had a really sweet bride that came in here, um, and she has, like, a whole wedding website, and she's, like, documenting the whole process. She was like, I want to get a picture with my stylist. And I was like, crap, I look horrible today. I don't think I was wearing, like, enough makeup. But I was like, you know what? It's special to her. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny her of that. So I'm glad that she asked too, so I could prepare myself mentally for that. Um, but I, I usually love to do photos oh, and yeah. celebrate with brides. And, you know, I've had a few that were like, come drink champagne with us. And I'm like, like I can't. I'm on, on the, the job. Clock, I appreciate yeah. it. But I can't come over there. Oh, a cute trend that I've been seeing. Um, I had a bride who brought like a disposable camera Mm -hmm. and she was like taking pictures as and like asked me like I think that's really cute like we took a picture together on her disposable camera and she said like the whole process her whole little journey she's been like capturing pictures on that camera so that's another little cute trend I love that film cameras are like coming back especially during Mm -hmm. weddings like they'll have someone that's taking pictures on film and someone that's taking it digitally I think that's a really cool it's cute a cool thing because then that you know well, I mean, I guess it depends on the film camera and if you get it on a CD or whatever. But usually a lot of people just get the prints of those. And yeah. and it's like the real original photography. So like I think that's really cool. Like on a cute little corkboard or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's something I enjoy. I love seeing things like that or like including some like older styles or traditions or things like that I think are cool. There's some traditions I think are a bit dated at this point. Are you going to tell them? I'm going to wait to tell. Okay. We have something that I'm going to share, but we'll share soon and it'll kind of tie in. Let's see. Maybe we should wait for that episode so we can include oh. the secret. Okay, now episode. we have a big secret that we have to keep from you guys. You're going to have to wait to for that keep episode. You got to oh keep gosh. watching. Okay. There's a secret coming. Yes, big secret. <laughs> but you know what's not a secret? We're hosting an event. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes. You want to talk about it? I'm so excited. I'll, <laughs> I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll give the rundown and then you can do okay. your excitement. Okay. Okay, so if anybody knows Ebony and I, we kind of just build off of each other in this really, like, fun, natural way. So if we're really bored, we'll be like, hmm, have you ever thought about doing this? And then we're like, wait, we could totally do that. Let's do it. <laughs> and then it runs into this big idea, and then finally it's, like, a That's complete thing, and it's been only two hours, <laughs> and we have a full, <laughs> complete event. So... We uh, reached out to the bridal store, Bridal Affection, and we are going to be hosting a fashion show with them. It's going to be so fun. So if you're in Southern Connecticut and you want to be a part of it, please go to our website, go to the events page. Tickets are live right now. We have general admission, which includes a lot of good stuff. It's got raffle tickets. It's got complimentary bubbly. It's got the whole fashion show event in general. You can talk to vendors. But then, if you want to be extra fancy and you want a whole Sunday out, do the VIP experience. You get to come in an hour early, get to hang out, you get extra stuff, you get little fun things to do, and you get to meet us. 
And you can maybe be on an episode if you want. Yeah, we'll do like a little special segment. Yeah. So this event will be Sunday, November 6th. Doors will open at 12, 11 for the VIP members, and it'll go until 3 o'clock. So there's going to be food and fun stuff, raffles, all that great stuff, and a whole fashion show. Yes. So it's going to be so fun. We're going to have a DJ. Like you said, we're going to have some brunch menu items. Um, we're going to have some bubbly. It's just going to be great. We're going to like do some Q&A stuff about the podcast. So make sure when you come, you watch the podcast, take some notes, some things, because we're going to be raffling off some amazing prizes. Mm-hmm. So some of the questions are going to be about us yeah. and episodes and titles and different things. And so just be having a little notepad ready and taking down some notes. But yeah. we're excited. We're so excited. Um, like. I'm so excited. I love event planning. I love doing all this stuff. Um, So I'm really like, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So if you guys are interested, our link down below, bridaluniversity.net, for our listeners, it's (laughs) bridaluniversity.net. You go there, you go to our events page, and it'll all be out there. Also, for our podcast listeners who are brides-to-be, so those who are engaged, getting ready to be married, and you don't have a dress yet, Mm -hmm. use code BRIDE2022 in the checkout for $10 off your ticket, and that will let us know that you are a bride-to-be looking for a dress, and you'll get a whole goodie bag. You'll get coupons, you'll get little gifts and fun stuff like that, you'll get a sticker from our podcast, so... And we have a special raffled price that's going to be just for brides. Yes. All right, guys... You know how we got to do this. I got to pull up the question of the day because, you know, you never know. Yeah, this ties in a little bit with some of our last episode. Um, So I feel like we can discuss this really quick. Um, Maybe not the last one, but previous ones. Um, How do I know when my dress is my dress and why can't I stop trying on dresses? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) two-part question. How do I know? When my dress is my dress, right? Yeah. I think more so there, the person is asking, like, why do I keep feeling the need to try on all these dresses even though I kind of know what I like, Mm. you know? So I will say that bridal moment definitely exists. And if a dress is speaking to you and you can't stop thinking about a dress and that dress is on your mind and you're comparing it to other dresses as you're trying it on it's time for you to just commit and say yes to the dress because if not, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So if you're having that experience, then you have found your dress. Yeah. And if you found your dress at like, let's say your first appointment and you're like, crap, I can't say yes to my first appointment. Yes, you can. You can. If that's the dress you've been looking for and you've been looking at, you know, doing your research, there's no problem with saying yes at the first appointment and then boom, your search is done. You don't have to keep going everywhere. If you have that feeling that you never want to take that dress off and like you keep thinking that's your dress, just save yourself the headache and just get the dress. Yeah. Don't just because you're trying to feel like you've done enough, you know, research and tried on enough. Be careful with that. Sure. Some people do need that to feel better about, you know, saying yes to the dress that they really liked, but I really hate for brides to get overwhelmed and I feel like it's very easy for brides to get overwhelmed and they do frequently, especially with trying on dresses. They'll try on like 10 in store and be like, oh, I can't try on anymore. I'm getting overwhelmed. So imagine if you're going to five, six, seven different stores, doing multiple appointments, 
you're going to be so confused. I've talked about this in the previous episodes, but just focus on finding the dress, not about the experience of yeah. going to as many bridal stores as you can. For sure. And then what was the... Oh, did we answer both? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to try on 47,000 different dresses. Nope. If there's one dress that keeps calling your name, it's okay to stop the search. You can go to it. It wants you. It wants you. You want it. Yeah. Not running. (laughs) All right, guys. That is... Ooh. I keep bumping my mic today. today. I know. I'm not doing well. (laughs) Look how well I've been doing. I've been sitting with my hands. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Just right here. Well, before I bump my mic again, it is the end of today's episode. Thank you guys for coming. If you're just on audio, make sure to pop over onto our YouTube. If you're listening on Monday, the YouTube will be out on Tuesday. And if you're listening on YouTube and you didn't know that we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you can check us out there and give us a follow. For sure. But until next week, we don't know what we're talking about yet. We th- we thought we did, we but thought we're, we gonna, did. we're gonna hang on to that secret. Yeah, so. we have a secret that we gotta keep. Secret, secret. Okay. All right, guys, make sure you go check out that event, and we mm. hope to see you there. That would be yes. awesome to meet our followers, our listeners. So that would be so cool. I can't wait. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Ah! All right. Bye, Bye guys. guys.